Jesus Christ is good news for people who want to get rid of their sin. If you really are set on living the same and not differently by holding on to your sin and not letting go of your sin, then Jesus Christ will not be good news for you. Everybody loves to hear good news in a true story. Life's Been Different is a podcast that influences individuals like you and I to live life differently by becoming better people and better at living life. So get ready to open your heart to encounter him. Then go and tell the world why your life's been different. Welcome to the Life's Been Different podcast. My name is Marco, Marco Moncada, your host, formerly known as Merlot. And I want to thank you so much for joining me today. Hey, I don't know if you've heard or if you're confused, if there's a different host. In a way, there kind of is. I've been in this amazing process with the Lord out of Mark chapter 8, verses 34 through 36, where the Bible says, then he called the people together. Okay, it says, whoever desires to come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. For whoever desires to save his life will lose it. But whoever loses his life for my sake and for the gospels will save it. What does it profit a man if he gains the whole world and loses his soul? Right? And so I've been in this process. I said in the introduction that I was formerly known as Merlot, which was my music artist name for over 10 years. And when I became a Christian in September of 2016 and gave my life back to Jesus, I kind of went through the process of making Merlot a Christian artist. And so I'm like the life's been different guy, right? Like I'm the guy that preaches. I let go of all my music, all my social media, blah, blah, blah. But I kept something. It was an identity crisis. I kept something and I was holding on to it and not denying it. And so I was reading this, minding my own business. And the Lord spoke to me and said, you're holding on to Merlot. You're holding on to something. I just want you to be you. So up until about episode maybe 50 or so on this podcast, I was saying, hey, lo, hello, this is Merlot. Hey, lo, this is Merlot, whatever. And I just wanted to let you know that it's the same host. I'm just going by my actual name. I'm just me. It's me, Marco Moncada. And I'm here to thank you for joining us on this podcast. If you want to find my music, it's now under Marco Moncada on Apple Music. You could just kind of go on my Instagram or the Life's Been Different Instagram and click the link tree there and you can find it all there. Anyways, today is a landmark episode. Episode 75. Can you believe it? That is a lot of content. That is a lot of messages. That is a lot of revelation. And I'm so thankful to God that things just keep coming, that he keeps revealing things to me as I press into him and his word. I always pray, Lord, I don't want to conjure up messages. I don't want to make things like sit down to write messages because I have 
feel the need to have a podcast or I feel the need to preach, Lord. I want this to really come from you. And it's been, I, I haven't yet felt the need to, oh, I got to write a message this week because of the podcast. Like literally, I just be minding my own business, reading my Bible every day and God reveals things to me and and I get a revelation on it and I and I preach it. I just want people to live life differently by becoming followers of Jesus. And that is what this podcast is about. This is a weekly podcast that influences individuals to live life differently by becoming better people and better at living life. On this podcast, you will hear messages on the principles behind living your best life, the privilege of changing your mind, and of course, the gospel of Jesus Christ and how he changes lives. Now, If you're in Tucson, Arizona, I want to thank you. I want to welcome you. I'm so happy that you've joined us. And you wouldn't know because I was a couple weeks ahead there that I took last week off. So those of you on the podcast would know that I took last week off my podcast audience. Last week I took off because we had a family tragedy and I was actually going through some personal things on on my own in my own heart. And I just decided to take last week off. My I, my mom, I, I wanted to hang out with my mom for the weekend, and I spent some time with her. And what happened was my mom's brother, my uncle, actually passed away due to COVID. Um, literally, he got COVID and passed away like 19 days later. And so we had his memorial service this weekend, this past Saturday. And so that really caused me to think. Um, My uncle, Victor Padilla, actually shared his testimony on our podcast almost exactly one year ago. Episode 26 is called A Different Kind of Different. He was the family pastor. He was a believer, a devout follower of Jesus, one of the greatest people I've ever known in my whole life. He was a Christian man. He was a saint. He lived godly. He lived holy, but he passed away. And so I was thinking about that, obviously, and asking myself some questions. From the standpoint, though, that not everyone that knew him and would be at the service was a believer. And so I started asking myself questions and I prayed. I said, Lord, what do you want? Episode 75, a landmark episode. You know, obviously episode one, then 25, 50, and now 75. These are landmark episodes for our podcast. The next landmark will be episode 100 in about 25 weeks. And so I started thinking and I felt impressed of the Lord to preach the gospel. You know, I always pray and ask the Holy Spirit to help me become a master of sharing the gospel, the good news, you know, and not just that it's good news, which is what gospel means, but the greatest news that has ever been told is the story of Jesus Christ and what he did for us. And so I desire to be a master of sharing the gospel. And one of the things that my aunt said to me, which really blessed me 
Uh, she told me at the reception, actually after the reception, we all went back to my cousin's house, her daughter's house, and we just celebrated and we ate food and we talked. And I, I talked to his wife, my aunt, and she said something to me that really blessed me. And she said this, she said, your uncle used to listen to your podcast and would tell me how amazing it was and how proud he was and that he noted how I had a way of explaining the Bible so clearly that anyone can understand and that he appreciated that. She told me that he said, my perspective and belief in the Bible is what makes me a great preacher. And I take that to heart. I don't share that to boost myself up. I share that because it meant something to me. It really blessed me. And so today, that's what I want to do. My goal for this landmark episode is to clearly present the gospel, the good news, the best news, great news, as clearly as I can with hopes that you will understand and see Jesus in a new way that makes you want to live your life different. And so I'm kind of going to base this episode, if you would allow me to, around the concept of a funeral, of a memorial service, because that's what I just experienced this week. And so I was listening to a teaching, and I'll start off with this. This preacher that I listen to often, one of the great Bible teachers of our time, said, Jesus Christ is good news for people who want to get rid of their sin. If you're really set on living life the same as you currently are, and not differently by holding on to your sin and not letting go of your sin, then Jesus Christ will not be good news for you. And so today, I'm not going to play it safe with my faith. I'm going to just share with you something that radically changed my life and made it different. With hopes that you believe today or have confidence in what you believe today. And in the next 15 or so minutes, you hear the greatest news ever told. Now, let me ask. When a person passes away... We celebrate their life, right? How they lived and the person that they were to us. Family, friends, co-workers, all remember the person and gather to have a memorial to honor the person's life. And most people say something like, may they rest in peace, RIP, or I know they're in heaven looking down on us. I know they're with the angels. I know they're here with us in this room. And people say this, I've heard with my own ears, that a person is in heaven whether or not they believe in Jesus. Now, my uncle, my mom's brother, just passed away and his service was this weekend. And my uncle was the family pastor and one of the greatest men I've ever known. Right? And so... We're just at this service and I'm talking to one of my other cousins who's a, who's a believer. And I said this to her, I said, you know, I only truly mourn for a person who doesn't know Jesus. 
because they're in hell. But my uncle did believe in Jesus. So yes, I'm mourning because I love and miss him. But in a way, I'm also jealous that he's in heaven right now. And I want you to go to heaven. You know, we're all going to live forever in one of two places, heaven or hell. So like I mentioned, days leading up to his service, I started thinking and thanking Jesus for his life, but also for my salvation. Now, most people believe that when they pass, they're going to heaven. I've been in business for multiple years, and my pastor, Joel Ervolino, who was my business partner formerly, always used to talk to me about reference point or compared to who. And so what I've heard often is they're going to heaven because they're a good person. They're going to heaven because they did good deeds. They're going to heaven because they lived a good life. Well, I would put the reference point into that and say they were a good person compared to who? Compared to you or compared to Jesus? Compared to someone you know? It might be wealthy and honest or compared to the son of God, the Lord Jesus Christ, or compared to the way that the Bible says to live our lives, right? And so compared to who? And then I must say this, if someone says that they believe that someone's going to go to heaven or that they're going to go to heaven, then by default, we could believe or we could say that it's safe That if you say that someone's going to go to heaven, then you acknowledge that there's a God. And if that there's a heaven, then there's a hell. And if you believe that there's a heaven and a hell, and you believe that someone could go to heaven, then by default, I would say that everyone believes generally that there's a God. Now, what they don't believe is something specific about God. Or they might say, I'm a Christian, but they're not living like a Christian. They're not living the way the Bible says to live through the example of our Lord Jesus Christ, his disciples, the apostles, and through the letters and the epistles that they left us in the Bible. Even those who say they don't believe in God, I would put the argument that they do Because they're at least acknowledging God enough to choose not to believe in him. Does that make sense? So, if a person... Now, this is the question that God asked me. And I want to answer today as I present to you this great news. And God asked me this question. And this is what I want to answer. If a person's remains are there in the room at the funeral, whether they're cremated or in a coffin then what part of a man goes to heaven? What a great, brilliant question. So if someone says that they believe in heaven, that they're going to go to heaven, or that the person they love is going to go to heaven, then I would ask, okay, well, if their body's here, or their remains and ashes are here on earth, then what part of a person goes to heaven? 
is going to heaven just something we say? Because everyone who says they believe in God goes to heaven. These are great questions that everyone must face and answer. Contrary to what people want to think, the truth is, or the reason is, to why someone and how someone gets to heaven is based on this. It's based on believing a specific truth about God. Let me say that again. It's believing a specific truth about God that gets a person into heaven. In context to my uncle, he lived more than half of his life believing one thing. And that one thing is that there's only one way to heaven. As unfair as you think it is, and as much as you want to believe there's another way, as good as you think you are, or as many times as you've heard this, even if I'm annoying you right now, which I hope I'm not, and I want to thank you for continuing with me on this podcast, week after week, if, you, if you're not a subscriber, please subscribe and also share these episodes with as many people as you feel led to. But as many times as you've heard this, I want to reiterate For those who are choosing to believe today, or those who are going to find a new confidence in what they believe, that there's only one way in to heaven. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Nobody gets to the Father except through me. Jesus said this, In John chapter 14, verse 6, he says, I am the way. I am the specific truth that you need to believe about God. And I am the life. No one, nobody comes to the Father except through me. Where is the Father? The Father is God, Father God. Abba, Father, and he's in heaven. Jesus is saying, I'm the only way to heaven. And so with a heart wide open today, I pray right now in Jesus' name that the Holy Spirit opens your ears and heart to finally believe or have a newfound confidence in what you already believe so that you can live eternally with Jesus in heaven. And so now let me answer the first question up front. What part of a person goes to heaven? It's the spirit of a person that goes to heaven. The Bible says in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, to be absent from the body is to be present with or banished from the Lord. Depending on what you choose to believe today or what I pray you believe, one day. Now let's look at this. 2 Corinthians chapter 5 verse 1. For we know that if our earthly house, this tent, our body, is destroyed, we have a building from God, not a house made with human hands, eternal in the heavens. What does that mean? If we die, if our body, if our flesh dies, 
we know that depending on what we believe, we can live eternally in heaven. This body is just a tent, right? This is just a temporary body. The real you is the inner person. The real you is your spirit. The, our spirit is just using our hands like gloves and our eyes like windows. The real you is your spirit. It's your spirit that must be born again. Verse 2. For in this we groan earnestly desiring to be clothed with our habitation which is from heaven. If indeed having been clothed, we shall not be found naked. For if we who are in this tent groan being burdened, not because we want to be unclothed, but further clothed, that mortality may be swallowed up by life. Kind of hard to understand, but this is what this means. Now he who has prepared us for this very thing is God, who has also given us the spirit as a guarantee. Now we are confident knowing that while we are at home in the body, we are absent from the Lord. What does that mean? We're not in heaven right now where God is. We're on earth, right? And so this is that famous verse that everyone quotes, but this is where it's found. Verse 7, for we walk by faith and not by sight. It's by living your life, believing by faith in Jesus Christ, and not by what you see or what you hear outside of Jesus that you are saved. Verse 8, this is the verse that I mentioned. Now we are confident, yes, Right? I said that you have a newfound confidence in what you believe. How do we do that? Verse 8, we are confident, yes, well pleased, rather to be absent from the body and to be present from, present with the Lord. So when you die, your spirit goes up to God, up to heaven, and you're present with the Lord. Now let me answer the second question. How does a person get to heaven? Jesus said, you must be born again, right? He said, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. Nobody comes to the Father except through me. So let me flip in my new Bible. I finally got a hold of my dream Bible after all these Bibles in my collection. I finally got a new one, and it's the one that I've always been searching for. Thank you to my co-founder, Colleen, for blessing me with this and all my other Bibles. Let's turn these brand new pages. Okay, John chapter 3. Let's look at the gospel from John chapter 3. Jesus said you must be born again. Where did he say that? He says that in John chapter 3, verse 3. Jesus answered and said to him, Most assuredly I say to you, Unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. What part of a person is born again? What does that mean? It's your spirit that must be born again. Listen, before you believe in Jesus, you're detached from God, away from God, apart from God, not living for God. After you confess sin and repent and turn to God, by faith in Jesus Christ, through his grace, you become born again. What part of a person becomes born again? I just said it, but let's find out what Jesus said, you know, the one who invented this whole process. Nicodemus said to him, 
How can a man be born again when he is old? Amazing question. Can he enter a second time into his mother's womb and be born? Look at what Jesus says. Jesus answered, verse 5, Most assuredly I say to you, unless one is born of water through natural birth, right? When When a woman is pregnant and she's about to give birth, her water breaks, right? Then he says this, and the spirit, he cannot be, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. Unless someone is born naturally and then born spiritually, they cannot enter the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh, but that which is born of the Holy Spirit is spirit. Do not marvel to you that I said you must be born again. The wind blows wherever it wishes and you hear the sound of it, but cannot tell where it comes from and where it goes. So is everyone who is born of the Spirit. So how does a person, what part of a person goes to heaven? It's the Spirit of a person that goes to heaven. How do you get to heaven? You get to heaven through believing in Jesus Christ. And when believing in Jesus Christ, your spirit is born again, adopted into God's family, born from above, born into Christ, born again. Why must we be born again? Because all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God, Romans 3.23 tells us. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord, Romans 6.23 says. So, this is because God is holy, and you cannot be in his presence if you are unholy. Sin is darkness, and darkness cannot live with light. What is light? Jesus is the light of the world, John chapter 1 says. John chapter 1 verse 4 In him was life, in Jesus was life, and the life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness cannot comprehend it. Jesus, the Bible says, you must be holy because I am holy. Well, how do you become holy? You become holy by first confessing your sin and thank God that because of what Jesus did for us on the cross, He is faithful and just to forgive you of your sin and cleanse you from all unrighteousness. 1 John 1, 9 says, so you confess your sin. Jesus forgives you of your sin because of what he did for you on the cross and he cleanses you from all unrighteousness, thus making you holy. Now, how do you stay holy? You stay holy through repentance. Confessing sin and repenting are different things. Repentance means to change the way you think and go into another direction. Change the way you think about what? Change the way you think about Jesus. Listen, Jesus came into the world to save sinners. And let me wrap it up with this. Jesus was God in heaven. He came down to earth to save us. And bring us back to heaven. He made this possible by becoming sin for us. In the form of taking our sin. Upon himself. And dying with it. So that we don't have to. 
Then Jesus rose to life, defeating sin, so that all who believe in him can be forgiven of sin and be welcome to live where he lives when we die. Jesus is saying, I died for you. Will you live for me so that we can live together forever? This is what my uncle Victor believed. This is what I believe and many others. And this is why we are the way we are. So how do you become born again? The Bible says in Romans 10, 9, and 10, if you confess with your mouth, openly declare the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart. What? Believe in your heart the specific truth about God, that Jesus rose from the dead to forgive you of your sins, then you will be saved. For with the heart one believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Jesus is the only way into heaven. God made this possible because he so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him should not perish but have this everlasting life. God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world whoever believes in him, through him, might be saved. I pray in Jesus' name today that you believe this truth, that Jesus, who was God in heaven, came to earth, wrapped in a human body, lived a blameless and perfect life to be the sacrifice and substitute for your sin then took your sin upon himself and died with it, buried it, defeating sin and death once for all, then rising from the dead to forgive you of your sin, to cleanse you from all unrighteousness, to give you the Holy Spirit so that you may be born again and live forever where he is. He did this because of his grace. For it's by grace, through faith in Jesus, that you are saved. Not by being a good enough person or anything that you've done. It's the free gift of God to all who believe. If you have a shadow of a doubt in your mind, or if you've never believed, or for some reason this sounds different for you today, then pray the prayer with me at the end of this episode and believe it. And you are on your way to heaven, living for Jesus by following him today. You know, I remember the day that I chose to believe this. Even though I had heard it my whole life, there was a day that I chose to think differently and believe differently the gospel of Jesus Christ, the great news. It was September 3rd, 2016. I'll never forget this day because my life's been different ever since. And like for me that day, today is your day. 
the day of salvation. You're one decision away. Decide. And let's together begin to live life differently by becoming a follower of Jesus. I love you. Thank you for listening to Life's Been Different with Marco Moncada. For more information on Life's Been Different, our clothing, my music and new book, OSL, the online discipleship course by Solid Lives, or how to send in your testimony to be featured on the Life's Been Different podcast, visit lifespindifferent.com. Hey, if you haven't received Jesus Christ to be your personal Lord and Savior, we would like to give you the opportunity right here, right now. Let's pray together. Heavenly Father, thank you for sending Jesus to die for my sins. I confess that Jesus is Lord and believe in my heart that he was raised from the dead and is alive today. Forgive me of my sins. Make me completely clean. Fill me with the Holy Spirit and help me become the person you created me to be. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, congratulations. Welcome to the kingdom. Jesus is real. Turn from your sin, turn to him, and go and tell the world why your life's been different.